Hello, welcome to Feature in a Short. I'm your host for today's episode, Dory Hall. Feature in a Short is an event podcast hosted by Four Wind Films, where an appointed contributor presents their chosen feature motion picture and a short movie. There's only one condition for the screening selection. The presenter must have been directly involved with one picture, but not the other. Today, we have our most common appointed contributor, Justin Joseph Hall, an award-winning multilingual multimedia storyteller and founder of Four Wind Films and Catch Ravant. His work has been acquired by major television networks such as HBO, and he's worked as a lead creative on projects that received awards at the Emmys, Tribeca Film Festival, Brooklyn Film Festival, and more. Justin's first movie he brought was an experimental fiction short movie he edited and colored. It's called Yeon G, and Justin brought a version of the movie exported in a 32 by 9 aspect ratio that was never screened publicly for our private audience. Here is Justin introducing the movie. This film is Buddha short. It's never been shown in public. It's just had it on my computer because we had to readjust it and make it 2K because they would have had to project two projectors simultaneously in order to show the 4K quality of Sony cameras, which is why we made this film. Thank you. After the screening, we had a short discussion. I was just wondering how long did it actually take you to edit it? They shot one or two days, and then they gave me the footage, and they wanted it to be edited in one day, but they didn't know that putting two films on top of each other and playing them together is difficult with a projector and that you lose resolution. Sony was trying to show off the resolution of the camera. So then we had to edit it again, and there's another version. So it took three days, probably like two 16-hour days and an eight-hour day. Half of it was waiting for notes because they had to do it really quickly. It was a very low-budget thing. This is the first version we did and that he approved. I was a little confused by the movie, but I think going through the door in the middle of the street was kind of interesting. Kind of saying they went to a different side or something, and then when there was a reflection of the two people, I think that it was kind of like a reflection of yourself where you may have two different personalities and it's very similar, but maybe expressed in different ways. I thought it was really creative, the reflection. For me, it felt like the sort of connection to other people, um, that your experience is not always you alone, like you might be looking in the mirror of whether somebody else is experiencing your pain or whatever it might be. It was a mirror at first and then it switched to different people. I thought it was just like uh, different versions of the person themselves. You even have your feminine side and your male side, you know, because they had a, a male in there also. I kept thinking of the multiverse, especially at the part where it was the same person on the top and the bottom and how every decision that we make can take a completely different direction to your life. But then when it became a different person, and that's what I was trying to figure out what they were trying to portray there. I was thinking that person was seeing a reflection they didn't like, and initially thought everything was uh, okay and going great, and everything kind of turned on them, and it kind of shockingly to me. Why are they in such a time crunch? I think Sony was looking for artists to try out this new technology and different ways to promote it. They probably heard of this sculptor, and he does a lot of 3D, kind of like Photoshop layers. And I'm guessing that somehow they met each other, the people who are promoting the new camera, and then he's like, I have a film, can you give me some money to make a film? And then they shot something one weekend, and then they had to have it by the next weekend to finish it. What is going to be the use of the final product? So they showed the eventual 16 by 9 version, the widescreen version, that's not the one that you guys saw. They showed that at his art opening that was the following weekend. So they shot it one weekend and the following weekend, more or less, it had to be done in order to open it 
at that. And I couldn't go to it, so I never got to see anybody see it. It was just played like you would see an art exhibit video. And did he tell you what his intention of this piece was? I never talked to the director directly, but I had a producer and he said, we are all one and the idea of Buddhism that everything is the same even though everything is different, that's the message that he wanted to get across here. The music in the background, a lot of violin music and some organ music, um, what goes into choosing the music? Did they pick it? Did you pick it? I picked it, one full movement and a half movement. Do you have one? Why was the person crying? It's interesting when we're making films, we have to talk about what we're trying to communicate. And so the producer who was talking to the director said they're trying to show that the world is one. And so at the end, when you saw all those reflections, she saw herself and then she saw it was a bunch of different people. And then she saw herself again in a different dress. And then she starts crying and that is because she realizes that we're all one and it was too overwhelming for her. And so she started crying. Justin's second movie is the famous No Dialogue feature documentary captured across the world from movie makers Ron Frick and Mark Magidson. It has been said to be one of the most beautiful motion pictures ever created. During the movie Samsara, we serve potstickers, beer, hamburger, fries, as well as a cola for our audience members. After the screening, we had a discussion. Very thought-provoking <laughs> movie. Wow. I guess a collective observation we kept talking about is that it felt meditative in different ways. Like at the beginning, it was very like set the tone, I think. But then there were some kind of disturbing moments too. For me, it was like the contrast of how it changed from calm to very industrialized, from like nature to industrialized. It was kind of explaining both sides of the world. As I was looking at the awe in nature, and then the sudden change later, seeing what impact people are doing to our world. Two things stand out to me. There were some scenes in Brazil that showed the contrast between the favelas, like the slums, and the high rises, the luxury apartments. I grew up with that environment, and I had never thought about it this way until I saw this movie, something completely outside perspective. And second, when it goes through the processed foods and the meat industry, it caused such a strong impression on me. It started when you said that this is an experimental movie, but uh, expand on that, please. Well, I think an experimental film is just something that's not commonly seen, trying something new. But through film, it's one way that you can compress time or expand time. And one way of doing that is juxtaposing visuals. The one thing that I noticed this time, I don't think there's a lot of water in here. It's all land places. They don't show the ocean. The, um, the vast majority was human-influenced places. There was a couple of pieces of nature. One of the sandstone pieces had monuments as well, which is still human influence. So it seems like there probably was an intent to have a human connection from the director's point of view, but it wasn't clear what that was. It's showing the contrast of the beauty of the earth and, and how whenever there's something messed up, there's human influence in it. And all the stuff that's just nature, you take the human out, it's beautiful. But then uh, you put us in, you get the, the war and conflict and I feel like it was trying to show what a beautiful earth it is without the ingredient of human. What if you didn't have a background on what you were seeing? Why do you think something is shown positively or portrayed negatively? 
in terms of things that are interpreted positively with the religion, with baptizing, we saw um, someone show emotion by like smiling. But with other things, it's just interpreted with how it's shot. A lot of times there are more colors because when the garbage is shown, there is a lot of mixing of colors in an unorganized way. And it just looks bad with cities, with nature, with whatever colors seem organized and pretty and the color correcting in the film. The music for me was the strongest. I, I remember thinking back to that man with the clay scene. The music was very eerie, maybe alarming. Um, and then you have these shots of like, oh, it, that really affects your your mood over what you're seeing. I think it's a very intentional choice because like somebody's gonna go in and put the music on there, right? The images evoke different feelings because of that because they didn't match. One thing that stood out to me was looking from the outside into different cultures. And I've always tried to understand other cultures with a non-judgmental perspective. And I had to fight that urge a lot of times, seeing things, especially times where there was a contrast in the way that women and men are viewed in society, in certain societies. The scene with the burkas and then the guys in their speedo, that's the kind of thing that is a little painful to see, but at the same time, it was very enriching experience to see all the different places and all the different experiences. And that's all from Feature in a Short. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Dory Hall. Thank you to our event assistant, Laura Davi, our sound editor, Billy Joe Leighton, our sound mixer, Hans Bilger. Our theme song for season six is Getting It Done by Kevin McLeod. If you want to hear more from this episode's appointed contributor, Justin Joseph Hall, or attend one of our events, sign up for Four Wind Films newsletter or follow us on social media at Four Wind Films. That's F O U R W I N D F I L M S. Again, Dory Hall, thanks for listening.